everybody welcome back to another episode of the awakening self podcast i am your host aaron fisher on today's episode the format's going to be a little different i was invited to create a free 30 minute workshop for this event called the global heart dance event and what i wanted to do was since a lot of this was online i wanted to take the audio and put into the podcast this way it could be accessible wherever you are through whatever medium that you use to listen to your to your podcast so take a moment sit back tune in listen to the workshop i hope you enjoy it and i'll catch you on our next episode i'm really really grateful that you're here and just wanted to say thank you welcome sit back relax enjoy and get comfortable for the next little bit I'll be sharing with you one of my joys, one of my passions, and one of the things that I've just been learning so much about throughout my whole life, which is communication and the heart, <laughs> and how they intertwine and they work together. In this class, what we'll be speaking about is different ways to become aware, different meditation techniques that you can use on a daily basis to ground yourself. We can, we're going to tune into different kinds of uh, modalities and ways that you can actually use, different tools that you can use on a daily basis. And then we're going to end with a little bit of an exercise and activity that was really a really profound one for myself that I really hope that you'll enjoy as well. But I'll give you a little more information about all of these when we get close to them. But first, I want to start with a meditation and i love this meditation and the reason why it's because when somebody taught this to me they said it in such a great way they said that you live your life with your eyes open so why not meditate that way I'm like, okay i like that i like how that sounds and what we're going to do with this meditation is while you are doing the breathing, the only thing that you need to do is just find a place where you can just gaze away. Gaze until your vision becomes soft. Keep your eyes open. Yes, it's okay to blink. <laughs> and just get yourself present. And we're gonna go through the different senses. And with each sense, I'm going to invite you to, to experience different forms and different parts of it. And then after that, we'll have a little bit of a conversation of exactly why this tool was created and how we can actually benefit and use it in our lives. So please find a place in your room, in your office, in the balcony, in the park, wherever you are, just find a place where you can just really just take a moment to get into yourself. Then what I like you to do is just a couple in and out breaths simple, very easy. And open your eyes and now gaze. Now, the first sense I'd like for you to connect with is your sense of smell. So if you take a moment and inhale, what is it that you're smelling? What is it that your nostrils, your nose are inviting? What is it that ah, is coming in? And just 
sit with it and play with it, whether it be a sense of a coffee or some tea or some flowers, whatever it is, just invite it in. Inhale and exhale. Next, I'd like to invite you to focus on your listening, the hearing. I want you to focus on something in the distance, something far away, whether it be the noise of car construction, <laughs> um, a school nearby, birds in a tree, whatever it is, just tune in and just take a moment and listen, because no matter what it is, there's always this disclaimer around us when we tune into it. Next, I'd like for you to come back with your listening, and I want you to hear something closer, whether it be the sound of your own breath, or the beating of your heart, and listen, and listen. Now I'd like to invite you into your mouth, into the cave. I want you to sit and just feel the scent, the flavor, the aroma. What can you taste? Is it something from your childhood? Is it something from a few minutes ago? Calming. Engage in that. Next, I'd like to invite you to the vision, to your sight. As you continue to stare into the distance, continue to stare, allow your eyes to become softer, gentler. Allow the vision to disappear, to become soft, and until it becomes blurry. Let's inhale. Next, I'd like to invite you to touch. And what I'd like for you to do with this one is just rub your fingers one against the other so you can feel the ridges of your fingerprints on top of one and the other. Slowly, slowly, yeah. And just get lost into that feel. And now I'd like to welcome you back, back to where we are now. And on this invite, I'd like to explain a little more about why this meditation in itself is such a key fundamental tool that you can now use in all your communication. One of the courses that was that I've taken and books that I've read talked about the judge and the sage and this was in posit positive intelligence 
What I really liked that about that was when we were kids, we thought our parents were perfect. So we had to become something to be around them. We had no gauge. We, there was nothing we could have done to understand that. Because when you're born, you just don't know. Many of us don't. So you alter and you shift and you create these neural pathways in your brain, these thoughts, these feelings, these identities, so you can better fit in and find your way into society. And when we did that, at a young age, it really served a purpose. But as we grew older, we no longer needed it. And this is what we call, dun, 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 <laughs> we call it the judge. Now the judge can happen in different ways and our judge happens in it speaks to us in different ways. So for me, my judge is person, place, and personal. And I'll give you an example. I was at an event where I was dancing, and I saw all these people go up to my friends and voice the judge. Look, nobody wants to be around you. Look at them. Nobody's coming up to you. Personal. Look at you, you're not going up to anybody. Are you afraid? Do you think you're better than them? Do you think you're smarter than them? Because if you want people to come up to you, why aren't you going up to them? What's going on with you? Place. No, this is just not the place that I need to be. This is not where I fit in. I need to be home. I need to be somewhere else. Free please. For us, the judge comes in different ways, but when the judge comes, I want you to tune in. Let's go back into that meditation. So when you start to feel the judge come up, start to rub your fingers together. Breathe, listen, whichever sense that you want, and just do this for about 10 to 20 seconds. And what this will do is this will help to ground you back into yourself. And what it will help to do is it actually helps to shift the neural pathways from the one that's been used a lot, which is, tends to be the judge, into the stage, so the sage, which is empathy, compassion, creativity, innovation, and you can find different ways to navigate and be a surfer and enjoy it and really connect to the heart. So what does this have to do about communication? Well, you cannot communicate with other people if you cannot listen. And if you're so busy with the mind chatter of judgment, of ego, of pride, of everything else, then it's hard for you to really connect and have a conversation. Because the one thing about communicating from the heart, communicating from the heart is more about listening than speaking. And nowadays we need that more and more than any, anything. Because think about it like this. Two ears, one mouth. If everything is perfect in creation, then why do we have two ears, one mouth? Because we need to use them proportionally. You know, when you take time to allow people to feel seen, heard, they feel understood. And also when we speak, a lot of times we're just confirming what we already know. But when we take a moment to step back and ask questions, then we actually open ourselves up to infinite possibilities of wisdom because in a sense, you are actually having a conversation with the universe. In a sense, you are actually having a conversation with the grandiose, 
with everything. So if we can tune in to communicating from the heart, to be centered, to be grounded, to be focused, then the way that we can communicate with the heart can actually open up so many other possibilities within our lives. So this is why I wanted to really tune into this topic. This is why I wanted to share this. And I really appreciate everybody that's listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for being part of this. Because now we're going to start going into more of the little technical things. The key thing is that meditation that was shared can be a very good grounding because in business, with kids, with friends, it's not like you can say, hey guys, just give me 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't work that way. We're in that spot. So how do we get ourselves back down? Now, here are some things that I have learned through my life, which is the C. And when I say C, I mean S-E-A. And we drown in a C. What is the C? These C are the three things that really cause issues and complication in communication. And the three ones, the three letters are S E A. S. I hope you have a pen and paper around you. Or you can just revisit this video after is should. I loved it. I loved this. I was listening to this woman once. She was talking and she's like, you know what? Humans were so good at just shooting all over everything. We shoot over this, we shoot over that, and I'm like, yes. So in communication, it's like, well, you should do that. They should be doing this. This world should be like that. Where is your power going? Where, where is anything going? It's going out there to everything else except for where it needs to be. So it's like they should. Okay, well, if they should and you're shooting all over anything, then where are you right now? Are you really present with yourself? And then there's the expect, the E. This one is the silent killer, especially when our, when our expectations are silent. Like a father expects their son to be away, but doesn't, doesn't communicate to his son. And the son expects his father to be a certain way, but he doesn't communicate to his father. And then their conversations that they have are just endless arguments over expectations that none of them have ever expressed to one another. External again. I expect things to be this way. I expect them to treat me this way. I expect the cultures to be like this. I expect you kind of, if you're constantly expecting things from others, what are you getting from yourself? And then we have the A. And the A is the assume. Well, I assumed it would be like this. It's like going up to a grocery store and saying, hey, do, do you know what aisle I can find the, the water? And they say, I don't, I don't know. You get upset because you assume that they would act a certain way because you had an expectation how they should be. See how it works? So now that you're aware of the shoulds, the expects, and the assumes, well, what happens here? Where do we go with this now? The key fundamental thing is bringing you to the idea that 
the S-E-A, the sea that we drown in, even if you can't remember it, it's the external. I want the world to be like this, so I can be like that. It doesn't work that way. It really does work with you first, internally. So what would be the opposite of it? What would be the tools that we could use? Well, the tools that we can use are I am. Now, this part was great because my, my partner, she's the one that came up with this. And I'm like, wow, yeah, you're right. You know, I came up with one part of the equation. She helped come up with the next part, which was incredible. And it's the I am. So instead of should, well, they should be doing this. Let's tune in. Let's tune into our intention. What do we intend? What is it that we truly want? What is our clear intention in the situation? Internal. Internal, right? And then A. Well, I expect that everybody needs to be like this. Well, where's your accountability? A. How are you accountable for any of this? Because we cannot control the outside forces, but what we can do is have compassion to the inside ones and take accountability. Because when we take accountability for situations, then we come back to our power. See, it's not that we ever give away our power. It's just that we confuse our power in other things, in other idols, in other people, in other situations, in other posts. The power is here. It's just a little confused. So taking accountability, well, I'm accountable for this. How, how can I be accountable for this? And then we have M. So let's go back to the example of being in the grocery shop. Uh, do you know where I can find the water? Oh, I don't know. The really reason that we get so upset is because we only believe in a binary yes or no. They'll be nice, they'll not be nice. What about the multiplicity? I sometimes have fun with that word. Multiplicity, meaning multiple options to a situation. So think about it like this. If the universe is perfect, that means the amount of options, the amount of possibilities, well, they have to be infinite. So then why get lost in one or two? So instead of drowning in the sea, if we connect to I am, because everything that follows I am follows us. And if we can follow with the intentions, the accountability, and the multiplicity, then we go more internal. We start to focus more on us. Okay, now that we start focusing more on us, well, how does this go with communication from the heart? Step one. Here is just a tool to be able to use. Well, What's the next tool? The next tool, we set the stage. And what is stage? Stage means to stop, tune in, ask questions, gauge, and explore. Once again, stop, tune in, ask questions, gauge 
and explore. So when you set the stage, you're setting up for more of a way to open yourself up and to learn, to gain knowledge. Because nowhere, nowhere in the stage are you telling, are you demanding, are you expecting, are you assuming. And the reason why setting the stage is so important is because seek to understand before being understood. Now, this doesn't mean that you're putting somebody above you. This doesn't mean that you're putting somebody on a, on a pedestal. It doesn't mean that you're putting somebody in, in, a, in a hierarchy of any way. But it just means that a lot of times we go out to restaurants, we go out with friends, and we all speak, but nobody listens. We need, we need more people to listen. Because when we listen, then we have the ability to truly communicate. We have the ability to truly connect. We have the ability to truly become part of us. To all of us, to understand us. Who are we? Well, who we are, well, depending on the day, could differ to differ, depending on your philosophy when you have it. But when it comes to communication, who we are is how we feel. And how we feel sometimes guides communication. And how that guides communication can actually cause us to be deaf. In my book, what I wrote, one of my favorite quotes are, between the question and the answer, the greatest stories are born. Because in that in-between spot, Everything comes up. Everything is felt. Everything. So when you're communicating with somebody and you're standing on the stage, think about it like this. Think about the fact that you're sitting with yourself right there. How can we better learn to understand ourselves? How can we better ask questions? How can we better explore? How can we better gauge? Because if we find ways to really ask better questions, we can live a better life. Because the quality of our life is based on the quality of the questions that we ask. Well, what happens if my questions aren't good? You'll notice. And they'll get better. There's so much resources and there's so many things out there lot of information but the one thing I have to say about information is a lot of us are drowning in a sea of information versus just being super light in a life of wisdom and what I mean by this is knowledge bookshelf labels it's more to show wisdom is more of an experience and what I mean by that is when you are wise, when you've gained the wisdom, they don't have to carry anything. They're super light. So I don't know how to ask a good question. Well, that's knowledge speaking. Wisdom is, I'm going to try to ask a question. And you know what's also good with communicating from the heart? You can get feedback. Well, what do you think of this? What's a question that you, you wish I asked you that I didn't? 
we have the ability to do that. We have the ability to tune in and to ask questions. And another tool that I'd like to share with you is wait. Somebody taught me this one as well. I thought it was great. Why am I talking? Are you talking because you want to seem something? Do you want to seem a certain way? Because you want to correct the person? Are you talking because there really is something in your heart that you would like to share? Why am I talking? All these tools that are being presented with communicating from the heart is to gain awareness. Because when we gain awareness of how to speak, when we gain awareness of what it is that we truly want to say, when we gain awareness of our, of our sage and realize not the judge, then we start to tap into something so beautiful, which is communicating from the heart. We connect to the heart. The heart is open. The heart is green. The heart is a beautiful vibration. The heart is love. The heart is compassion. The greatest form of compassion that we can have is the greatest gift we can give to the universe is to take care of ourselves. And the greatest gift the universe can give us is to learn from others because that's one of the most beautiful tools. We're here for the heart, not for the information, for the heart. We're not here for the information, we're here for the consciousness. We're not here for... <laughs> and the reason I'm sharing that is because it's all there. Everything you want is right in front of you. So. When you pray at night to the heavens, the next day, don't forget to look around you and see if your prayers have been answered. And a, lot, a really great way of doing this is to tap in, ask questions, to gauge, to explore, not to drown in the sea, move away from the external, flow into the internal, rub your fingers together, Catch that breath, get the vision, tune in, focus, and you can connect with people in such a beautiful way. This is the simple, fundamental crash course on communicating from the heart. But now I want to share with you the, ac the activity and the exercise. Um, one that really got me was years ago I was sitting and as I was just in this beautiful state, I was told to open my mouth <laughs> and said, speak. And I spoke, saw my words come to life. And I, I was curious to know what why? Why are you showing me this? They said that, Aaron, every time you open your mouth, you give life. You close to your chakras and you open it. You are making a commitment to what you want to create in this world. You are making a promise to yourself because you are fully engaged with every part of you when you open that mouth you are signaling and saying to the universe 
yes. In every word that comes out, life, life is created. And I thought, every time I open my mouth, if life is created, am I really aware of the words that I'm saying? Am I really focused on what's going on? Because if my words are my children, are these, every day when I open my mouth, are these children that I want to raise? Or are there going to be some children that I'm going to be ashamed of? That are going to come back? That I'm going to regret? So the tools for communicating from the heart, getting that groundedness is so key. Getting that awareness and tapping back into there. Getting back into there. Because I truly believe and you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't care. That we all want to love and be loved because love is one of the most important and beautiful things in this world. The heart. The heart is the technology. The heart is the technology of the universe. So that is the exercise I want to leave you with before we go. The exercise is, I want you to just enjoy your day. But at the end of the night, I want you to take a pen and a piece of paper I want you to write down what words did you say? If all the words you said today were your children, how proud of father or mother or being would you be of them? Did you utilize the best words that you could have? Were there situations that you felt that you could have said something different? If no, then what is it that you said that was so great? If yes, then what could you have done to have changed it? What will you do next time? Next time you're in a situation, how will you change it? What will you say? And once again, this brings us back to the awareness. Simple awareness, because when we do that and we become aware of our words, we become aware of our world. Because if you change your words, you change your world something that I just want to leave you all with. So, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And if you have any questions or if there's anything else, my information, you can find me on Instagram, The Awakening Self. I'm everywhere. I, I am. I love people. I love communities. I love connecting. So please reach out and enjoy the rest of the festival. And enjoy the rest of your heart. And I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful, incredible day.